Hey, Hey, so, Instagram. Hey, Instagram. Hey, Tandra. Hey, e Books. What's up? I don't think I've ever seen you on here before. Welcome to the Black Girl Book Club podcast. <clears throat> okay, y'all. I'm out here looking a little bit of rough. I'm trying to get ready to go to Vegas. I'm going to have some stuff popping for y'all tomorrow. <laughs> yes i'm gonna be on the scene baby it's gonna be like transformation station okay yes and so hi black girl book club podcast how are you guys how is everybody how you doing tonight patrice you know what i am um i'm good i'm you good. doing all right huh you doing all right yeah, you know me. I'm living a dream. Living you got some vacation plan. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to the Bahamas. I'm going to the Turks and Caicos. I'm going to Las Vegas. Okay. And then I'm going to end that thing out with Atlanta. Okay. All right now. Where y'all going? We're booked to travel at. Where y'all, what y'all got popping on up in here? <laughs> Have y'all heard of the books to travel? What, are, what would they be called? Concierge? Travel company. Uh, yeah, kind of like that travel concierge travel um and they're not even on yet but yeah mama said you should have came you just came from vacation who me mm -hmm. that one vacation that was my son graduation that was the son graduation Look, you know, they he know. owed that to me tuition and moving him all around that city he yeah. owed that to me um so yes pop in the chat what you got going on this summer where are you going what what do you have planned what's on the agenda i need i need to be where i just go where i go and buy what i need you know what i'm gonna be a mama in a bahamas drinking bahama mamas that's my goal. okay okay that's her goal that's 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 my goal that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I see Glenda and Rhonda. Did y'all um put in the chat where y'all going? What y'all got going on next? We're talking about vacation for the summer. It's officially summertime, baby. It's 106 degrees in Austin. So it is hot. <laughs> so we're trying to get naked. I'm just playing. Well, I'm in Michigan <laughs> where we got to stay in the house because it's fires in Canada and there's air pollution outside. And so mm -hmm. the sky sometimes is orange, it's cloudy. And they say it's just not safe to like right now. You can see it's just not um it's smoke over our city. So it's not safe Andrew's to be. Andrew's touch is celebrating her son's 40th birthday in Punta Cana. Hey. Rhonda said they're going to Barcelona um and Spain on Friday. My son getting ready to go to Barcelona. Okay. Okay. Y'all doing it big in a black girl with club podcast, baby. Well, I'm finna hit this record and we about to get it popping. Well, look, when y'all go, take y'all cup because we want to see the cup chronicles. Rhonda and Glenda, I think, got cups. Yeah. Shaquana. I'm ready. <laughs> no, I didn't want to record all of that okay. because the people in other lands on Spotify and Apple probably didn't want to hear us talking about all this stuff. So, Auntie Who, I'm Shaquana. And I am Patrice. And we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. Hey. hey. <laughs> and LaCore got her butt at a concert, baby. That baby ain't stopped nothing, honey. Is she going to see Erica Badu tonight? She's in the streets. She's in the streets. Tonight. Yeah, she out so here. She's not here with us. But 
We are talking about White Lines by the amazing Tracy Brown. Rest in peace. We wanted to pay homage to her for all of her work in the literary world. So we wanted to discuss one of her books um, this month to honor her. Um, If you don't know, she passed away last month last month or so and so uh, we just want to pay homage and just show our appreciation for her by discussing one of her works and hopefully just like with me if you read it that meant you read everything she had going on and had you crying and out their bed <laughs> you know your recording stopped Shaquana I know okay but you know what she gives an introduction at the beginning of this book and when I tell you literally it's my life like she, her and I had to be like the same age. Like when I, when she says she, she talks about how, how, when she was young, like when the drug game first started and when crack came on the scene and all of that, it's mm-hmm. just like, I remember all of that happening in Flint, Michigan. And just like being, I want to say like, really it started happening around my ninth grade year mm-hmm. and people started selling drugs and then they start, you know, it just, I just remember crack hitting the scene. Mm. and just what that looked like around um what that looked like around me and starting to see fiends and then being a hot tail girl trying to kick it with these dope these dope boys and not realizing like what I was putting myself in the middle of thank god that I made it out but yeah it was it was um interesting and and to see them we used to call them double liars what they were smoking but mm. that's so they were smoking smoking weed laced with crack but yeah, all of that. I remember that. So it's just like very. And we called them something weird. different too. Well, I ain't call it nothing because I was not about that life. But I heard it was called something else too. Primo. Well, you couldn't tell my hot yellow tail. It's what they, uh, I had me a called them, They called them primos. Where yes, they, primos they, um, too. Yeah. Yeah. The um. So anywho, let's get into this book, baby, because this book was 300 hours long. <laughs> it is on audible for anyone who has not read it after we get finished talk about it you feel like you want to read it either you can get the book or you can listen to it on audible but i am going to tell you and y'all know i'm not a critic because i just don't try, like criticizing books and stuff like that but this narrator on this audible she was not was not given she was not given and i think she's like an award winner and it's not that she was bad she was an amazing narrator it was just her voice was giving true crime stories and when she would throw her voice I was just like oh my gosh and then it was 19 hours of that this book is 19 look I was stretched out she kind of like what you doing I'm like I'm still listening to this book I'm fighting for my life over here to get finished with this book but yeah she was just giving like law and or I kept thinking like if you've ever listened to snap or if you've ever watched snap Mm -hmm. that's the voice that I kept hearing in my 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 ears and that's just not the voice I was trying to hear but I guess for the type of story it was it worked so anywho but the, the story was so good that the narrator didn't even matter at some way at one point I didn't even hear her anymore I was just listening to the words that she was saying and the story that she was telling and that story was telling okay so this book starts off with a mother and two daughters okay so it starts off with this mother and these daughters and they are um the mother is the is the stepdaddy going at the mama's and stepdaddy going at no they were out they was out 
No, it yeah. starts off with them at home and they got a they they got a regular life, two daughters, mother and a father. But mm. their father is um they you know, they love their father, but their mother, she lives on his every word. It's like she can't think, breathe, mm. eat without him. And she thinks that they have a perfect life. The daughters think that they have a perfect life, but mm -hmm. he is kind of starting to step out and all that kind of stuff. The mother gets to be a nervous wreck when that happens, but he eventually leave. He, he like literally did one of them numbers. Like I'm gonna go get some milk. Like literally, like, I'm gonna be right milk. back. And that joker did not come back. He did not come back. And then he he fell in love with another woman. This is a whole different story. He fell in love with another woman. Comes to find out this woman had a man, and I think the man killed him. Somebody just told me that story in real life. Today. <laughs> that is crazy. It so, happened so to then, somebody in real life, and they were telling me about it. A family member of theirs. Wow. Well, this woman had to bury um, her husband. And she was shamed. She, she was just so ashamed because then all of a sudden everybody started telling her how he was cheating and all this kind of stuff. And then her life was just, you know, she was just fell into a depression, barely taking care of the two girls, but they still had a unit. Then, uh, then I bounce it back to you. The stepfather comes in. Okay. The, so the mama is basically one of those women and I'm not shaming her. I'm just painting y'all a picture. They have to have a man in order to be whole. Like some women have to have a man in order to function, okay, in life. And she was one of those women. So she was with the father. They were happily ever after. Then she found out that it wasn't the case. She went into a depression. Then she found another man who she felt like she had fallen in love with. And then she got herself. It's like she awoke she was woke again and she was being a good mother and she was happy again. And then this, um, her, did they get married or was this just her boyfriend? This was just her boyfriend. Okay. So then the boyfriend went from sugar to shit real quick. He was good to her when they weren't together. Then he moved in with her. And then once he moved in with her, he became abusive, you know, verbally and physically and all of that. So that's when all hell broke loose. But because she is the type of woman that feel like she has to have a man, she was not letting this man go, regardless of if he was abusive to her, to her daughters, whatever the case may be. And so they and he, had- And he was starting to get on them, but wasn't he attracted to one of the kids? He was attracted to the youngest sister. The youngest sister, the youngest sister. Okay. And now they both young, they both very young, but he wants the- like Youngest they're one. what 15 or 60 like six she 16 and like 12 or 13 she he want the baby baby mm -hmm. yeah so he's he used to say little slick stuff to her but during this particular the thing that kind of hit the fan so they've been enduring this since the mom has been with this man like you know all his abuse and him abusing her and being mean to her and stuff like that they have to be there for it and then he'd be cursing them out and stuff well on this one particular night they went out they smoking weed having a good time and all of this and that and then they were coming home late so they didn't care. They was outside. They was talking. I was like, we gonna have us a good time. Yada, yada, yada. But when they, they were cute, home, they, they, some, they some cute right. girls. Pretty girls. So when they on their way home, 
this when they start getting scared like oh lord we finna have to hurt this nigga mouth he finna be tripping yada 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 so not only is the mama letting them talk to the kids crazy she letting them disciplining them and all this other kind of stuff so lo and behold they get home and he gets started so he going off he hadn't hit him he just used to talk crazy to him but on this particular night, was he going to hit the daughter or something like that? And the mom tried to intervene or she didn't try to intervene? Something the mother, didn't, the mother did not try to intervene at all. Mm-hmm. He was the just mother, going in on them. The mother did, didn't intervene at all. I want to say the other sister jumped in it. But is right. this the same? But, but he, he they was the youngest sister and him was arguing youngest sister like i'm tired of your ass you always going to da, 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 da. so and he, he slapped, the, he slapped the dog crap out of her oh he did hit her he did mm-hmm. end up hitting her oh okay and then i think that they both jumped on him both sisters jumped on, on Ava and, and, mama like, jumped on. and then no. that's when the mother was like wait a minute right wait a minute get get your hands off my man right so she wasn't going for that but is this the same guy that was kind of attractive to the younger younger daughter started saying i'm tired of this you know she was like really sad like mom why aren't you standing up for us blah 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 so she um starts to tell her mom that he's been saying little slick stuff to her right the mama don't believe her okay very common okay in real life and you know mama don't is, i think the mama believed her but she just was like i'm not getting ready to get, lose my man over this mm-hmm. she was like i love him he loved me and it was like he beating you every he beat you for breakfast lunch and dinner she was like he is when he's good it's good right and she and he and she, the mother was not giving him up and she explained mm. this man that told her when i'm with your mother i think about you mm, mm, mm. and so she told the, her mother all of this and her mother was like Look he at ain't her, doing she it you just mad because he getting on you about being all late so you saying anything and she was like why won't you believe me so the sister goes in the bathroom she's crying on the floor um the mama and the older sister the older sister's name is jada what's the youngest sister name Ava. Ava. So Ava goes in the bathroom. She's crying. She on the floor. They trying to get her out the bathroom. She like, I'm not coming out the bathroom. I already knew what was going to happen, but they yeah. let her be. They let her be in the bathroom or whatever. So um, the mama, everybody crying and in the uproar, except for the man. He fell out on the floor sleep. So, or did they kill him? Because somehow he ain't in a picture. He no ended more. up dying. But not, they didn't kill him though. Oh, okay. So she died because he's an alcoholic. He died in a car wreck. A car wreck. Okay. So she in the bathroom, she crying. Come the morning time, they find her in the bathroom. Her uh, wrist is slit. She didn't try to kill herself because she just can't take living in this environment anymore. And the fact that her mother is not standing up for her just really like broke her heart. Um, so yeah. she in the bathroom, she's with her wrist. So then they take her to the hospital. The boyfriend died in a car crash. Now it's just the three of them again. But now the mama back in the depression because her no, man- no, 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 no. So this is what happens when she tried to commit suicide. They and she ends up in a group home. Ava oh. ends up in a group home because she stays in a group home until she goes to college. Mm. She don't never come. If you think about it. She don't ever, if, if you remember when you get to where Jada is a little bit older, she's visiting her sister at the group home. This stuff happened kind of fast. 
because not too much time happened in between a lot of the events okay so she went and stayed in the group home because they don't feel like the mamas and they you know she's depressed and everything so they don't feel like the mama is a good place for her to be in the home with the mama so now it's just jaded the mama and the drunk man but the drunk man ended up dying in the car crash so now it's just jaded and the mama but the mama is back depressed because she ain't got no um man because she can't live without a man and she can't live without a man so jada basically on her own so jada who was the older sister she then lost her younger sister to the group home her mom is back depressed so she feel like she on her own so she just goes out into the world mind you the drug game is just like getting started hey y'all everybody who just joined the um the drug game is just coming on the scene so it's not really you know it's ain't a lot of knowledge out there about it so she's smoking weed she got with this friend shantae shantae who won't smoke crack basically <laughs> you say you can't get a shantae you can tell they young she was she like 16 she said you can't get addicted to crack no but in a lot of the stuff that i'm seeing about i think a lot of things are coming out about back then in that era but a lot of people didn't know you know they probably thought that it was kind of like weed or coke for that matter but you know they they cocaine it. and it wasn't that bad you know they like they didn't get drunk out I can't remember what they called it, but they started smoking like the one guy had it and they hit it. And they was like, okay, well, this is good. It's laced with crack, but you can't. She was like, well, we don't get addicted. She's like, no, we can't get addicted. We can't. And they, they was like, okay. So they smoking primos. <laughs> or as we used to It wasn't funny. It was so, like the story was so well written that like I could see and smell and feel everything that those people with everything that she was going through from her mom you know and everything that happened with that to you know her getting addicted to this stuff it was just so real but anywho so she started smoking primos whatever y'all call them with the crack in the weed um with her friend recreationally right so then from there she started smoking crack because she didn't got addicted to crack in the meantime her mama met another man mr charlie uncle charlie Charlie was a man who would come by and fix something up under the sink or fix a window and he would come in he just kind of eased his way on in Mm -hmm. so now mama got her new man so mama is happy again so mama trying to get herself back together she got a new man mr charlie now he don't live with them or nothing but he come because he got a woman and I think everybody know he got a woman, but Mr. He, Charlie got a wife. Oh, he got a wife. Okay, he got a wife. And so, you know, he not a hundred percent available to the mama. What's the mama name? Not Alice. Iris. Uh, ooh. I just got help, girl. Y'all ain't even tell me. So the mama, she's back in better spirits and paying attention to our kids and stuff because now she got a man, which is so sad to me. So, you know, boom jada is on getting on drugs mr charlie okay so it's just like a lot of common denominators from the mom and the 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 her thing that she got going on you know they keep being taken advantage of by men it is a lot it was just like it was a real sad story and you, and you know what when you when you you know some people look at young girls who get involved they was like you know, people will say that young girl, like she was fast. She knew what she was doing and all that kind of stuff. And I can see where people say that, but this, like the way he manipulated her mind, 
what I tell you, he manip he manipulated her so good. And so it's like when you that's why I say these young kids, when you're 16 to 17 and you think you know every damn thing, it's like you need to sit your ass but up. She wasn't even like on that. She but wasn't no, she even on that. It. But, but but no, no, I'm not saying she was like that. But the thing is, what I'm saying is that I'm talking about kids in general. You need to listen to your parents with trying to tell you because these people mm -hmm. are manipulating you know i got a different take on that that mama okay. that mama didn't she didn't even have nothing to say she didn't she didn't raise them so to speak she raised them for one to be dependent on, on the man love but then she didn't protect them she wasn't there for them and i wanted to say too like the last couple of books we done read these mamas been these kids, these girls' downfalls. I'm just going to say well, that's, that's what I'm saying, that you need, you need to have a parent in your life telling you, because these, like, you get these adult people, and they, manip they manipulate these kids. Yes. Like some R. Kelly shit. So from Noor, we talked about Noor, was it last week yeah. or a couple weeks ago? No, two weeks ago. Last week was um, that's two weeks ago. Yeah, last week was perfect fine. But when we talked about Noah, her mama was a damn mess and left her out there to the wolves. Now you got these people. So their mama, guys, it's important. Somebody to have your back to be there for you and give you some guidance, even if they not perfect. But these mamas was these girls' downfalls. But anyway, so Mr. Charlie was the mom. We got to talk about him a little bit more because he was a big part of this. So he is the mama's guy friend. Jada was out there doing the drugs and stuff. Her mama was kind of suspecting that she was on some stuff. She didn't know exactly what she was on, but that she was on something. So Jada would lie. Mr. Charlie would, uh, would back up every lie. And back up was, her lie. Every time she was where she wasn't supposed to be, Mr. Charlie was like, no, she was in my building. She was doing this. And he would, on the side, he would tell Jada little stuff like, hey, don't worry your mother so much or you need to, you know, you losing weight. You need to take care of yourself a little bit more. But she felt like she had a, what do they call an alliance? Like she a felt like, like he was a friend. Like he was the only one who understood her. He was there for her mm -hmm. and her mama at the same right. time. And he knew exactly what he was doing that whole time. So she went from smoking her little weed and crack to being a full-blown crackhead at like 16 17 yeah 17 I think she I think she turned 17 because I feel like when she met born she was 17 so maybe 16 17 right but, so she started using the drugs and then so she was starting to be out and about using them and all that kind of stuff and eventually Mr. Charlie was like come to my apartment and do it and she was just like, well, okay. And so he, I mean, he rolled this. He let her get good and comfortable. And he, and he was like, you come here, I give it to you. And you know, so he started giving her drugs. And then when she would go home, he was like, you know, she, so she didn't have to worry about it. She didn't even have to sneak out from her mother. She could just come to Mr. Charlie house, get high, go home and sleep for 20 hours. And her mother was noticing stuff, but Charlie is on the same over there kind of smoothed it over with mama and mama don't care as long as she got steady a steady partner that's somewhat in her life so mr charlie is dividing his time between his wife the girl mama the girl and whoever else he got in his life i'm like how this old man got all of this energy well he didn't start sleeping with jada at first he befriended no. her and he was like you know giving her the drugs being out for her but then eventually 
he whipped that thing out on us. So she's 16, underage. Not only are you supplying her with drugs, not only are you keeping her drug habit from her mother, but now you finna start basically molesting her because mm -hmm. she's underage and you're a grown ass man. Um, so he just in the wrong. But Jada is getting her drugs and she feel like he is her friend. So she don't really feel like, you know, it's like, forget mama, even though this mama man kind of, he married anyway, so mama in the wrong and now I'm going to be just as wrong as them. So she started sleeping with her mother's boyfriend. The mama came, they had been sleeping together at her house. At and his she house. Did, the first time she knew it wasn't right. She didn't feel quite comfortable, but she was high and he was giving her the drugs. Like, cause the first time he, he gave her the drugs and she was out and then he started kind of like taking you know stuff off and touching her and she knew it wasn't right and eventually it graduated to even more to like well his friend was over it's like hey my friend no that was kind of, that was after she moved in with him so yeah. eventually oh, yeah. she was having sex with him at his house and his house only the mama didn't know about it he kept her under wraps got her drugs for and all that stuff so then one day he came to her house where her and her mom live and she wanted to get high she wanted to get high so bad that she was gonna sleep with him to get her drugs in her mama she, she, she woke up and she was gonna go and see him but he came over there to see her mother the mother was gone she was like oh this is even better he right here i can go ahead and you do know, what i need to do get my drugs. so she started sexing on him and the mama came home but she I felt like that was that mama karma. I didn't feel bad for her at all. Not even a little hey, bit. What is it about these guys? Like, so she was giving him head when he, when she, when the, when the mother came in and it like popped out of the mouth and stopped, he started coming. I'm like, what? That is all. We read a book that was like that. Maybe they be um, extra aroused. So then after the mama catches them, she put her baby out. Did Which she jump so on her? No, mm -mm, she ain't had it in her. The mama didn't have it in her. She ain't jump on her, but she put her baby out. She was like, you have to get out of here. Again, she's 16 years old, okay? This man is taking advantage of her. And it was like, the mama was like, y'all always taking my men. Because remember, the last man wanted the younger sister. So yeah, I think she I said something like, the like mother, that. The mother came at Jada. Because oh, Mr. She? Charlie, I felt like Mr. Charlie kept her back. She wasn't mad at Mr. Charlie at all. She wasn't mad at Charlie at all. She was mad at her daughter and her daughter left. And right. She put her out. She didn't leave. She put her out. She was like, you got to get out. So then now she's living with Mr. Charlie. So now you didn't push her into the hands of the predator. And now she's staying with Mr. Charlie. So, but she don't mind it. She getting her drugs. She can do what she want to do um she don't curse she gotta sleep with him it was just like it is what it is so now they kind of like in a little relationship you know as far as drugs and stuff so then mr charlie starts to show his true colors at some point and it's like he reveals what he really got her there for so mr charlie is a pimp <laughs> it's not funny but i felt like his old self <laughs> i felt like like he manipulated her. Like he he went the long way round. Okay. It wasn't just like I'm that's gonna that, put you out that, on the whole that's that grooming. That's that grooming, just easing their way in, getting her more and more strung out to where she can't like she gotta go with what he say. And then like he didn't just put her out on a track. 
he started bringing one of his friends around. It's like, you do this for him too. And she was doing that. And, and then, then he brings his wife in because his wife will come over and visit. Was they really married or was she just like a madam? I think she was both. Mm. So they knew who his wife was. She had seen his wife and all this and that or whatever. Her friend Shantae was like, girl, something ain't right about that. His wife know you there. Or she used to have to leave when the wife would come. But she was like, his wife know you there. And, you know, she ain't tripping, yada, yada, yada. So anywho, eventually she becomes a prostitute for Mr. Charlie. So now she on drugs. She let's looks- say that she's his bottom bitch. Okay, so they not married. So you on drugs. You a prostitute at this point. Um, and now you ain't got nowhere to stay. You ain't got your mama, your sister in the group home. It was just a lot. This little polar baby, I just felt so bad for her. So she on these drugs. How did she get away from Miss Charlie? Okay, so no, she, no, but she even but but he brought his wife in. He said, I'm gonna bring my wife to help you. I'm gonna bring her, you know, she can help you make some money, she can give you some ideas. Oh, because he was giving her, her drugs. They, they literally took her to the to the whole house. They they was barely they was giving her like $20 and some and, and they a, was like, cold bloody. They had a they whole were. system going on over there because he was giving her drugs for free. He had been giving her drugs free for a long time. Then eventually it was like, no, nah, your habit, you got, you smoking too much. We're going to have to do something different. So it's like, okay, now you got to work to take care of your habit. So yeah, then, I can't afford you no more because your habit right. got too far. And he ain't right. never tell her you need to slow down. He was like, no, keep doing crack as much as you can. I'm going to just show you how to get more money so you can buy more crack. Right. You can burn the lining out your That was so real. Like she wrote that. That was like so real. Like I said, like she took you through it with Jada. Okay. So she she eventually started staying at doing the whole house. Uh was she still staying with Mr. Charlie or was she staying? No, no, she moved out of Mr. Charlie's house. And Kim was glad. Kim is the body what was his woman, his main woman. But Kim knew that he he was like he kind of liked Jada because he kept her around for his personal use but longer than he did the average people. And so Kim got her in there and Kim was really reckless because Kim ain't he, Kim ain't screwing her, so she don't care. So she st- it got to the point where they was giving this girl, making her have threesomes and afterwards giving her $10. And it was like, yeah, you better go on somewhere. They just had her out there bad. And she did befriend uh, one of the people that was there in the group home and she was like you can do better you know than this or whatever but she didn't see it she was like I just she wanted to dole the pain from everything in her life and what happened her saving grace was that she ended up getting stopped by the police and I forgot to mention she was doing some everything she was boosting she was I mean they was they they were sticking people up they was robbing people with a gun she, her and her friend Shantae, her and Shantae, they got on the drugs together. They was riding together, okay? Oh, uh, they was stealing. They was sticking people up. She was prostituting. She was but that's, doing all that's what things do. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's real. That's I don't know. It was just do. like, I know it happens a lot, you know, but she was just so young. It was just like, oh my gosh. But hey. that's how it was back then. That's, that's exactly, because no, they didn't realize what this drug was going to do to them and have them doing, because it was so new back then and hadn't been you know really out there as much so anywho so eventually she gets arrested and that's what kind of got her out no 
she said she wasn't taking that ten dollars no more for no three so oh yeah she, and the woman got into a fight and that lady cut her chest up so yeah. she was like uh-uh i'm out of here y'all got me fucking for ten dollars and i'm uh, had to suck she said you got me fucking two people for ten dollars no ma'am i'm out of here so her and um the girl got into it and the girl ended up taking out a razor and cutting her on her chest or whatever so that's how she got out of that but she was still um doing other stuff to get drugs now she's not doing that with miss charlie anymore she's doing other stuff to get drugs this fucking book is so fucking depressing <laughs> like what the hell that's right i was like i can't i was listening to it i was like jesus i've been listening to this book for 32 days <laughs> I ain't seen hours of this, but I was I was tapped in, like baby. I was tapped in. Like, so anywho, so she out there, she robbing, she boosting, she, all this. So then she gets arrested, and when she gets arrested, they made her go to rehab. And that's the best thing that ever happened to her. They made her go to rehab, so she's in rehab. At first, when she first got to rehab, she wasn't trying to hear none of that. She was like, "I'm just trying to do my time so I can get back out there and get my thing going." But eventually, she started to listen to like the counselors and you know realize they was trying to help, and she started taking heat and all that. So she got she got off drugs. She got off drugs, and she was going. She had reconnected with her sister. Remember, her sister is in the group home. She reconnected with her sister, and she's going to visit her sister at the group home. And she and wrote her mom a letter that her her letter wouldn't her mom wouldn't respond to. That was crazy. So then that mama was just. I would love to, well, kind of know what her mom's story was, because I'm sure that mama got a backstory too. They got yeah, the, some know. of the I, I can't. I can't. Something. What you say? I'm not reading. Absolutely that. not. I can't. I can't. Uh, look, I can't read her trauma. I'm not reading that. Okay, Absolutely so in walks born. She's going to visit her sister at the group home, and mind you, this is back in what the '80s. So ain't no really no cell phones. Ain't no. Yeah, so they she, they, uh, they, uh, they on that beeper status. So they got pagers. Right. They, so they she didn't went that. to her sister group home. She don't know if the sister at the group home and then she just walked over here to the group home. So the sister is not there. So she's waiting on the sister to come back to the group home. While she waiting, uh, I don't know what kind of juice Jada got, baby, but them niggas was on her. Even, they said, she was no, but even though she was a crackhead, she was still always beautiful because she was young. She had her youth okay and she so, and you know what when have you ever seen um uh, you remember what they said about lake's mom after she went to rehab they was like she was fine right right oh and so she and she got cleaned up gained a little bit of weight um skin clear right and right all that so she and she and they had naturally long hair so she was a pretty girl mm-hmm. so she waiting on her sister and this man is riding by back and forth watching her and she like, oh Lord, here go the bullshit. He probably think I'm a prostitute again. And so he just riding by. So eventually he comes up to her and he's like, hey, you know, can I get your information or can I take you out or whatever? He talking to her and everything. And I guess she was like, what the hell I got to lose? I'm staying at the goddamn group. But she home. was, def- she was, she ended up hanging out with him, but she was defensive. Cause it's like, you know, don't come at me like that. She's a little defensive, but she's still young. And then born is, so at this time, Jada was 17 was and he was 21. Yeah. So they're both really young. 
And then the book goes and give you a little backstory on Born as well, which we can't go like deep, deep into it because it's 936. But you find out that Born, um, he was raised with his with his parents. He looked up to his dad. His dad was like a, a hustler in the streets. His mom, you know, he had several women and all that kind of stuff. But his mom was the main one that, that I think they were married. They were and, married. And Born looked up to his dad and then like his dad started pulling disappearing acts come to find out he was on crack but when the boy and that's how 13, that happened too that has how that happened too you go from selling it to doing it and his dad ended up doing drugs but the crazy the funniest thing well it wasn't funny but when he turned 13 his dad woke him up in the middle of the night and said come here i got something for you they left and he took him to a whole house and it was three women this 13 year old boy had sex with three women i, I was so, how, he, how did he last i was so uncomfortable <laughs> i was like because i just kept thinking about my son and i'm just like no he a baby but them prostitutes they knew their job they knew what they were supposed to do they act like it wasn't nothing baby i guess they had to do that a lot you know because again it was long ago which i know me and probably still do that today but it was a long time ago you know it probably happened but yeah they took care of him honey and he was like dang but he was 13 but i keep referring back to other books but in lake's book remember that's lake let one of his women sleep with dim and sav they was 12 and 13 that they turned that woman out mm -hmm. she was chasing yeah. that man in, in, the, in the daytime with a flashlight it ain't funny but yeah it happens <laughs> it, ain't funny. it happens and it probably needs to be looked into a little bit more because it'd be a lot of grooming and stuff going on with the women and all that but anywho so yeah that happened so born he had a kind of good childhood because his mom was still on her shit even when his daddy fell off and got into drugs and stuff like that he still had some stability mm -hmm. in his mother I, his mother was the bomb the father was going his own way was disappearing acts of and by the way he had it was seven he had six siblings because his dad had six outside children on his mama but anyway the dad was starting to get off into drugs the mother was still she still supported that husband and she took care of her son the reason why he got into the dope game is because the mother so back then guest jeans was the thing was the thing so she would work all the overtime to get him some guest jeans but born wanted five pairs of guest jeans she would work to get him the thick gold chain but he wanted three gold chains he and all of that so he started getting into the game because he wanted to he wanted more more and his dad saw him oh the saddest thing his dad well his dad had told him even when you ain't got money you got to look like you got money so that you could get money but his dad ended up, he was, he started to sell drugs. He was a low level, drug. he was a corner boy. And he went into this house and he saw this guy. Mm -hmm, no, he him. a big drug dealer by that time. Was he big time? But and so he was, anyway. He was taking over at that, at that point. And the guy kept looking at him and he was just like, who is this dude? And he looked and it's his dad. But his friends had already told him like, your dad is smoking. That was the sad, that was the sad part to me. Cause it was like, he didn't know it. Everybody time. knew he but was, me. And he was young and his friends told him, his friends was like, oh, we thought you knew. And he was like, nah, y'all tripping. My daddy ain't no, no, no. He looked person. up to him. He was like a hero to him. You know, his father was everything to him. And his dad did love him a lot. But yes, that that in that house, that was that was sad. And then so his dad, you know what? He ended up his he ended up um giving his dad some crack. 
that was sad. Yeah, too. I've seen that before too, where the child is serving their parents. And so he ended up doing that, but he still had love for his dad, but his dad's health started deteriorating or whatever, just to speed it up. His dad's health started de- deteriorating. He still, he would be in the streets, but he home base with, with, was with Bourne's mom. He would always go back there, but he started getting sick and eventually he passes away. Bourne is just really hurt. The mother is just like, they really hurt because they, even though he was on drugs, they loved him. They loved him, and, and he was he was a decent man to them when he was okay. When he was okay, he was, he was a good was father to him, and I guess when he went out having no more kids on her, he was good to her. So, so Born had a good, solid base. So this brings them two together. This is when, after his father dies, he sees Jada. And I feel like he was looking for something or whatever, but he's still mm. young, and they meet each other, and now this is stand-up, because usually, y'all, when you read a book, it's like, you gotta, you gotta, well, this book was already 19 hours, but normally people skirt around what really the deal is. It's like, is she going to tell him that she's on drugs? She told him, she's like, look, I got something I got to tell you. Start I dating, love that too, Patrice. Before I was like, we start yeah. dating, I got to tell you who I really am. Cause they was about to get it in. And she was like, I got to tell him, you know, like my past, what I done did out here in these streets before he be trying to do. And she say, you may not want me after After i tell you this you probably want me to get out and so when i tell you this girl slow walked him through this crack through this prostitution through this boosting through this hustling through all of that stuff she told him everything and that made him pump the brakes he did and it was so realistic oh my goodness because some people would have been like Oh, I don't care you was a prostitute. Remember what we was talking about Nora? And, and I was like, damn, she did all that. He still want that. But, you know, he was like, I don't know. I don't know if you could be with me after you didn't tell me all this stuff. But I love that, too. It wasn't like we had to, he, she tried to hide it. And then it came out. And he didn't already slept with her. She got five kids by him. And now he just now found out. Then they run into somebody in the store. They'd be like, Jada. Remember you used to call her? That you? We used to we used to call her the Hellraiser because she got the bomb. You know, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) No, she told him up front everything out on the table. It said a lot about her too, kind of as a person. I respected her more. I think he respected her more for telling him the truth. Like it ain't cute, it ain't pretty, but I'm gonna tell you my truth. I'm gonna tell you about me, who I really am. I'm not gonna try to hide who I am for, from you but I think that made him gain some respect but he did pump the brakes in but he still wanted to befriend her because he trusted her and he was still attracted to her her personality and they did say she had a, a personality that drew people to her so he put her into the friend zone but what happened is they continued with their relationship their friendship and it drew and they were still both they're beautiful people so they were attracted to each other and eventually they did come together. They did come together and she became his woman. And becoming his woman, uh, he born was moving up in the world. He had a friend named Dorian that he was working with. He got rid of his childhood hustler friends. Oh, sure. And Dorian came into the picture and his woman, but I cannot remember Dorian's Sunny. Sonny. I like Sonny oh, too. Dorian and Sonny comes into the picture. They come like they're coming together. So it's like, you know, Dorian is like the head honcho he's like the man so he's bringing Dorian Dorian he's like in his 30s 
Dorian, I mean, um, Born isn't Dorian is in his 30s, Born is like in his 20s. So he's like his protege. Because he's so work ethic. I want to stop and say how I really feel about this. Mm -hmm. Now, I, you know, I, I, I look at Born and I know that he's young, but he's old enough to understand because his dad was on drugs. You have decided that you want a crackhead to be your woman. I ain't get that either. <laughs> so you didn't decide that you want no, to be No, 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 no. He looked past all of that. I he, know he looked he past, looked it, but, past but, it, but let me make my point. But this girl, he realizes that she has been on drugs. He knows what that looks like. He is a drug connoisseur. He deals with crackheads. Like before he became a higher up guy, he was a corner hugger. So he know what this looks like. He know what it is. And so you decided to get this woman and she has this drug pass. She didn't lie. She, she didn't say I was doing cocaine. She didn't say like Whitney Houston, like crack is whack. No, she said I was a base head. Plain and simple. That's what she said. So now you made her your woman and you taking her to all of these places. They cooking, they, you know, they, they cooking up and all you taking her around all of this. Cause this is your lifestyle. Like he how did. You? Yes, he did. He took her everywhere with him. He did good until she met Sonny ass. No, I mean, well, Sonny was the kind of the beginning of their relationship, but still he was taking her everywhere. And that's how he built up trust. He was like, don't ever hurt me or whatever. So no matter where they went and they was like, are you comfortable with this? And she, she was like, yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going to use drugs. I hated that. So that narrate, I mean, not the narrate, I'm sorry. They, but, but he knew that she had this problem, but he was bringing her, he was in the dope world. He was in the dope world. So were you saying he should not have made her his girlfriend? No, I'm not saying that, but you do have to realize that what, what you were. Oh, so you saying he got so mad about it when you should have knew that this could have been. You an put outcome. her in this arena. You put her, her whole life was everyday crack. So then he's, she's friends with Stoney. So this dude, he too Honey. busy to be with her. It's not good for somebody like that to be by themselves every day, all day. So then you didn't put her in an atmosphere. You didn't dress her up. She ain't got no job. She not in school. I'm not putting her down for those things. What I'm saying is she ain't got shit to do. She's sitting there all day, every day, waiting on Stoney to come around so they could go to a club. And where, what kind of clubs do they go to? Clubs that dope dealers frequent. This is a crackhead. She told you she was a crackhead. Okay, am I wrong? It's like, I was kind of pissed at Born because I'm like, she told you who she was, what you didn't believe her? I I, I, I put this more on Sonny, which Sonny didn't know. And Sonny- But he did. He knew, and you had her around his world because Stoney wasn't do, dealing with crack. Stoney was dealing with cocaine. Sonny. But Sonny. the thing Sonny. is, Sonny. You, you figure this girl ain't got nothing to do. That's why when her sister came to visit, her sister was like, this all y'all do? Y'all get dressed up and party every day? Don't you want to do more? They, I mean, it's like you barely cooking. They don't have to, they not doing nothing all day. They ain't got no kids. And then so they you feel like beautiful you have houses. Protected her. It, if you again, wanted her to be- 21 years old, 22. I, I know he's young, but he grew up in the game too because his dad 
taught him game. His mother was a good woman who taught him what home is supposed to look like. And his dad was in the streets. He was in the streets. He ain't no damn fool. He ain't no fool. So the thing is, if you wanted her to be your woman, you had to protect her. You can't leave her at home all day with nothing to do, then hook her up with another woman who at home all day with nothing to do, no babies, no nothing, no responsibilities. We go on the clubs every night, y'all drinking with them. Then you somebody offer her some weed and she look at you like, should I do this? He was like, go ahead, it's just weed. Nigga. <laughs> he owed her some protection. Right. He right. should have protected her better than he did. And then not only that, he started getting bigger. So he wasn't even around to be her friend no more. So she didn't even have him. She alone in this world, she 18, 19 years old and she a crackhead. She missed her mama. Her sister is off somewhere in school. Her friend Shantae then kicked her to the curb. No, Shantae out there getting her drugs on. Okay, y'all tell me, am I wrong? I'm gonna be quiet. Go on here, Shakur. you. You right. You right. You uh, listen. I was. I was. I wasn't really feeling you at first, but when you brought it home, you brought it home, nurse preacher. He, he, I, I feel you like brought he, it home, and so I wasn't as mad at her because when we talked earlier, you know, he's like, I was mad because she did. Like, I wasn't as mad as her because I feel like she got thrown to the wolves. I, mean, I think he just left, well, he didn't throw her to the wolves, but he left her alone. And I'll tell you, if you get a lion and they leave their baby cub and they leave them and leave them alone, they will get ate up. They will get ate up by the jungle. They cannot right. make it. You're right. And she was in the jungle. They and she was going through stuff. The and then he the knew jungle. that she didn't have no friends. That's why he wanted her to be friends with Tony's like she she don't talk to her mama she don't talk to her sister her friend Shantae gone and so maybe she could talk to Stoney and they could be friends or what was her name not Stoney Sunny. you keep calling Sunny. that girl it's Sunny like the sun like the sun sun I've been calling her Stoney the whole time I've been reading this book <laughs> but I just I I really I feel like Bourne was not a bad guy but I think he neglected her and then all he did was tell her like don't hurt me because you knew that it was a potential that she could don't mess me over don't hurt me because you knew that she could you knew that there was a possibility and then when she started acting funny he was like she acting funny i wonder what is it really you a drug dealer she's a real bad and she acting funny that girl was in the club doing a roger rabbit by herself so Okay, so they we meet she meet <laughs> she meet born. They get this relationship. They in love. They have a good relationship. He protected her as much as he could, but he was still out there trying to climb the drug game. So he wasn't protecting her as much as he should have. Like Patrice is saying, Sonny Dorian's woman. I'm, I'm sorry, Crystal. I kept saying Stony Sonny Sonny yeah. Sonny. So. You know, Dorian and him, they out here getting money, Dorian and Bourne. So that leaves Sonny and Jada together. Sonny is this, you know, beautiful, well put together woman, but she got some stuff with her too. And she can't have kids for one. And her Dorian and has an outside baby, or she thinks she can't have kids. She hasn't been up to this point. So she's dealing with that. He be cheating on her. She's dealing with that. So she fighting some demons within herself. So she uses cocaine. She's not a crackhead. 
yet but she uses cocaine from time to time being in this world like patrice is saying that's how they party and so she offers it to jada jada is bored and she's feeling neglected so jada takes the cocaine i don't know why so then they or because she's a crackhead but go ahead i digress so they start doing cocaine together again like patrice was saying they ain't got nothing else to do they bored so that's what they do in their free time they get cute they put clothes on they go out they kick it they do drugs okay so um eventually <clears throat> dorian catches on to what um sunny is doing okay even Let's though talk about something else before we go to him catching on dorian pissed me off Okay. Because his baby mama, he had a baby on Sunny. I keep stoning Sunny. Sunny. He had a baby on Sunny. And then this girl knew that not only did he have a baby, but he cheated on his on his jump off with her friend, right? But anyway, I don't like that he gave he let her come around. I, I don't like that he gas you allowed her to treat me this way. You allowed her to treat me this way. And so I, I'm the one that you want to be with. You say you can't live without me. You want to be with me and all that. But then you still keep giving this girl, what do they call you keep You keep fueling her up. You gassing her up. And so the thing is, how is she going to stop fucking with me if you keep fucking her? You, of course, so if you keep coming over here, you like- it. He used like, to let every, that girl have it though. Every night- I mean, it was messed up. He was messed up for doing it. But she used to get that girl, get that girl to business, baby. You did not want to fuck with Sonny. She she did, but you know what? He gave her some validity because he kept having sex with her. So the thing is, so so no matter what, even if she's not seeing it, she's looking at her like, I fucked your man. Right. Or what I fucked your man. And the thing is, and you really did. You he not even, I mean, like she not even lying. So like you could have found anybody to keep screwing, but her. Right. And then you let her be, and then you put her in my face. You, right. you let her play in my face. Are you freaking serious right now? You right. You right, Patrice. She, Patrice was feeling, she, she was so Dorian had me pissed off because what happened in the end was his freaking fault. It was. Her was upset, it ain't Born's fault. It's your fault. You put a battery in her back. Mm-hmm. That's what I said too. You cannot play with people's feelings like that either. Because he was done with her and he threw her to the side. You can't do that. But anywho, so they doing drugs together. Eventually, Dorian finds out that Sonny is doing drugs. So he he brings her. Now, let me say this. I'm not going to go all in detail. But when he found, okay, so she finds out that he's still messing with the baby mama because the baby mama is messy as hell and call her with some proof or whatever so she like i'm finna leave your ass i'm done with this you got me out here looking stupid yada 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 baby <laughs> i tell y'all he read the out of her that day it was the best it was like he read her but it was with love I loved it. I loved everything about when he checked her, when she thought she was going to leave him. He was like, you going to leave me? And you've been stealing from me? You've been doing drugs behind my back? You think you're going to leave me? He's like, your nose dirty. Right. He was like, we stand together. We going to work this out. I'm going to get you. We go together real bad. (laughs) He said, but he said what you said, Patrice. He was like, it's my fault. So I'm going to fix it. 
Yeah. You know, I got you out here in this mess. So now Sunny Dorian is taking Sunny to rehab and getting her together. And then she find out she pregnant too or whatever. Remember, she thinks she have kids. So now Jada then lost another friend. So her and Sonny was sick as Steve. That was her partner in crime. And, and, and he told her, he said, he told Bourne, he said, look, I'm going to take some time off. She didn't caught me slipping again. I love her. I want to be with her. I need to, I need to fix my relationship. So I'm, I need you to step up, but you need to make sure that Jada's nose is clean. Make sure she good. Don't, don't let this business mess up your home. He told him. And he was like, I had a funny feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so Jada goes deep. She not just, you know, she lost Sonny. Sonny, I guess, was kind of keeping and her. Sonny was providing the drugs. With just the, the stuff. So now she's stealing from Bourne. She started doing crack again. So now she's back to crack. Yeah, she don't have as much money. So she she got to figure it out. Right. So she doing that. So then eventually the outside world finds out that she on drugs before he do. So like Patrice and said. He, no, he just don't want to believe it. He don't want to face right. it. So then who ended up telling him? His his enemy, Jamari. Jamari was like, your girl no. been out there in the the club doing the Roger Rabbit. <laughs> she was like, your girl was she, she, she had all the energy in the world. She was doing she was doing Roger Rabbit, the stanky leg, the running man. Like he said, I don't know what what song she was dancing to. But, but it, it wasn't that type it. of business. So this was really, really sad, but it was it very was well written. But when he confronted her, he was like, I know you no, she was hot when he came home. She was on drugs. Now that was okay, somebody that started. He, he after that dude told him he started watching her, and so by then she was robbing his. She was stealing from his dope house or whatever, and so he knew it was. You know, he went there and confronted the guy. Remember, he jumped on him and all of that, and he was just like, "I'm not." Uh, but he knew it was her all the time. But he took her home and set a trap. He told her, "Look, I'm leaving or whatever." He left, but he came back. <laughs> she. She stole five, whatever, because I'm not very, five packs of crack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However that works. She stole five bags or packs. And so when he left, she wanted to dole the pain because she was scared because she was scared that he was going to catch her. And so she got high. She came out, cut the music on and started dancing again. And she saw baby. some lint on the floor. Oh, was it bricks, Rhonda? She stole bricks. No, Not from him. So I think mad. she's talking about Jamari. She ain't stole oh. no bricks from Bourne. Okay, but anyway, so she was, he came home and she was on the floor looking for lint, scratching and all of that kind of stuff. And oh, sad. Yeah. And he was pissed and he threw her out on the, oh, he was so mad at her. And he was like, had her hemmed up on that wall. Then he threw her outside and she sat outside in the car. And oh my god, it was just a mess. And so I'm like, dude, this is the house that you built. You built that. I'm like, you mad at her? You know what? I mean, your dad was a crackhead. You ain't know. So then he threw her out. 
she tried to come back the next day and talk to him about it and was saying she wasn't gonna do it no more and yeah even though that night she had when he got some gray <laughs> but she said she wasn't gonna do it no more but he sent his mama to his house to talk to her which i thought was kind of dirty too but when she came back which he said he didn't want to hurt her like physically hurt her so he needs to be out so when she came back she talked to his mom and his mom was like look baby he told me that you need to get your stuff and go <laughs> this is what he said but it's like why y'all didn't help her but do you remember the part when he was trying when she she he caught her high and she was trying to be sexy and give him a wink <laughs> and he was like <laughs> she was trying to be sexy and be like he said it looked like a evil grimace <laughs> She wrote the hell out of this book, y'all. She wrote it. So she ended up, he put her out. So of course he threw her out to the wolves when he should have gotten her some help. Because Dorian got his woman some help. He was embarrassed. He was was embarrassed too, right? Because everybody knew she was on drugs now, right? So she out there in the streets. And of course his enemy gets wind of it his enemy picks her up and just like mr charlie wanting to control her right didn't necessarily want the best from her he started feeding her drugs and it's like i'm not judging you you can do drugs around me born judged you or whatever she didn't know that this was his enemy (laughs) she just got jamari she just this girl couldn't find her way out of a paper bag but she was out there and people pray. People oh, like Jamari, yeah. people like Charlie, they pray on people like that. They look for people like that. But he noticed they targeted her, not Shantae. They targeted her. Right. So, um, but he liked her though. He liked her. He wanted her to be. Jamari wanted her. He one, was attracted to her. One, because he was attracted to her. Two, because she was Born's woman, woman. and he wanted whatever Born had. So him and Born beefing, she get caught in the middle of this. She on drugs. She end up getting pregnant by Jamari Lord. And then find out that Jamari is Born's enemy. And then she just spiraled real crazy out of control. After that, she tried to kill the baby with crack. She had got off crack after she got pregnant. Then when she found out that Jamari was Born's enemy, she started doing crack while she was pregnant. It was a mess. A whole entire <laughs> <laughs> so then she ended up going to prison while she was pregnant she had the baby in jail the daddy got custody of the baby because she did some dirty stuff to him if y'all want to know what she did to jamar you got to read the book listen to it or something so then <clears throat> she got jamari though because she was like i didn't know you was born's enemy i didn't know that you was out to get him and so when she found that out she felt like she needed to get revenge for Born because she still loved him and she knew that he still loved her too. So she went to prison. Of course, when she went to prison, she got clean. She had her baby. She Oh, she that's where she stole them bricks from. She stole the bricks from Jamari. From Jamari, yeah. Stole them, got the money for the drugs and gave it to Born Mama for Born Mama to hold. And because Born Mama was a real one, she kept her money. So she went to prison, got clean, all that stuff. And then she came back to get the money from the mama. While she was getting the money from the mama, Jamari tried to kill her. <laughs> it ain't even funny. Okay, Jamari. wait a minute. Somebody, I think Crystal said, okay, so what is the good part about this book? 
we said it was well written. We didn't say that nothing. I mean, like it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's it's the drug world. It's the true underbelly. Of Baby, what and what she said was in the like. beginning, and we probably should have said it to the beginning. But what she said was a lot of books um glorify and make this drug world like it's this great things you getting all this money the glitz and the glam and all this stuff she said i'm gonna tell y'all about tracy brown what she did was rip that band-aid off of it and showed you the ugly i'm gonna show you what drug addiction looks like everybody not just you not just the person doing the family the person who doing the drugs because the thing that I posted yesterday and it was I didn't really it didn't dawn on me until yesterday was they were pretty much in the same you know he was addicted to selling drugs and getting money and you know all that stuff and had been to prison and she was on drugs and so they was pretty much in the same realm just on kind of different sides he just didn't do drugs but he was in the same type of cycle that she was in he just went down as bad as her. But yes, baby, it really don't even, even at the and end. So she but she did depict a very good story of what it looks like. And it was written in the area of like around when the dope game got really got big. But yeah, so she does she don't like in a in a lot of books, just like what Shaquana said, they glamorize it and you know, all that, yeah, I did a line of coke and then we fuck like rabbits. No, she tells you like what it really looks like. Where, it affected his father. You know, it affected his um, his you know, his girlfriend. It affected his mother, his Those, friends. The seven you kids know. that he had that all came to his daddy's funeral. It just it affected everybody um around them, and so and that part of it is sad, but it's the ugly um truth. And I would say, you know, I I, I put a post on the page today, like an hour before we started, that was like, everybody can relate. Not that you've been on drugs, but you know, somebody, it could be a family member. It could be a cousin, you know, it could be a friend or somebody, you know, my best friends that, you know, it could be anybody, but everybody, you know, can say that they've seen, or at least, you know, just can't can relate the kids to kids that were affected by the parent, even like today in 2023, you still have generations of people still suffering from the things that happened back then. And so she did an amazing job shedding light on all of that. So eventually, um, oh my gosh. So something big that happened in the book was okay, so Sonny. And Dorian kind of went off. He got her together and she got pregnant. She was pregnant and everything. She got off drugs. They together. He left the baby mama alone. He like, I'm not dealing with you. In that time, the baby mama went a little crazy. And well, not a little crazy, a lot crazy. She ends up coming back and killing the baby Dorian. She was trying to kill Sonny. Um, because she was just jealous of their life because he left her alone and she felt like I had this son and so that means that you're gonna be mine forever but again he helped create that problem with her because Mm -hmm. he kept messing with her he paid for the home that she was in he paid for her he banked her old her whole life she ain't had no job either I'm like what y'all got all these women around here doing nothing for she was bored too so um yeah so she, he ended up dying. Sunny had the baby, but she went got out there bad. She got back on cocaine. 
So she had to go to Mexico and get her life together. Jada went to prison, which, you know, she was pregnant and everything. And then they ended up linking back up because Jada needed Sonny's help because she didn't have anybody. As at the beginning of the book, Born is sending Jada flowers because her mother passed, right? So right as they were making amends on their relationship, her and her mother reconnected. Right as they were making amends, the mother ended up passing away from cancer. And so he was kind of like trying to let her know that he still cared about her through that. They kind of met back up. They didn't get back together. But but I believe he still loves her. Right. And I think in book two, maybe they got back together. And I'm not reading book two, two and three. Rhonda, they, said, Rhonda, me and you could get on a little chat and you could tell me about it because it was, it was I can't take it. It was a lot. And then that book was so good that I went and I read Hold You Down, which was her last book that she wrote. Um, And that right there, you think White Lines was bad. Baby, I wanted to crawl up under the bed and cry because that book, I was telling my mama about it. She was like, no, yeah, don't read nothing else like that. like let 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 go don't don't read nothing else i was like no i can't do tracy brown tracy brown have what you say you ain't going there you ain't gonna do no ethic on them no no not with tracy brown baby she takes you down yonder to the other side but But it was was a very very real real. story like she she is an amazing she was an amazing storyteller like you gonna tell a story you know you can write a book but if you like want to tell a story she tells a story and she paints the picture of the people the scenes the st- everything that's happened baby she gonna help you feel it see it everything in it so i enjoy reading the stories because they were great stories they just weren't the most pleasant but it it was real and I'm just I feel blessed that I was able to read Tracy Brown's work and to know who she was before she um passed away I think we truly lost a literary great and I feel bad because that was the first book of hers that I've ever written and I didn't read it until after she got a chance to pass so I didn't give a chance to give her her flowers while she was here because that was the first book I read and I hadn't read anything um, else of hers, but it was good. And I'm glad I got to read it. And I'm glad I was introduced to her work. And once I come down or get back up from this, maybe one day in the future, I read some more stuff. But right now, I don't think I can handle it. But so, definitely, if you want to read a good story, read that. Uh, but we probably will not cover book two and three in a podcast. And actually, um, next Tuesday is the 4th of July. And so we'll have a podcast up if somebody wants to watch it. But we're going to be um, off on the 4th of July. And then I'm going on vacation, so I'll be out for a little bit. But we got some surprise guests that's going to come in. I got somebody who's going to um, come and guest host in my spot while I'm out. And I'm excited about it. Actually, I'm so excited about her that I wish that I could be on a show with her because I absolutely <laughs> love this person. But I yes. absolutely love this person who's coming. But, I will be here. Yeah. We'll have a guest host on someone from the Black Girl Book Club podcast. And we got some other guests coming on the show. Oh, wow. Patrice won't be here. Will LaCorey be on? You know, LaCorey should be on, but I'll, I'll be So it'll on. be just me, LaCorey, our special guest. So 
Stay what, tuned what for July. Well, do what? you have the July reads? Somebody in the chat is asking what the July reads are. Um, a date with the mayor by Aubrey Penn. That's the first book that we were talking about that on the 11th. And then we are talking about um, Jacinta. Jacinta Howard's book. You know what? I just hate that I'm going to miss that, but yeah. Prototype. So what, what we're going to, so we'll get them up in the next day or so, what we'll be mm -hmm. reading, but we want to focus. And I'll be on, sending out the newsletter probably in the next day or two, and it'll be in there as well. We want to focus on artists that, um, authors that will be at Alexandria House, the house party um, at the end of July. And so, yeah, so we're focusing on, in July, we're going to focus on those authors and then uh, we're going to go meet them yeah so it'll be all authors that will be at um the house party experience will be in um july but the first book is a day with the mayor is really short it's like 138 pages it's a novella um but yeah that's the first book we're going to be talking about so yeah go ahead and get a jump on that and then yeah so then we'll have some cool stuff going on probably some giveaways and stuff for the house party experience just to um celebrate that it'll be happening and we'll be there and all that good stuff so yeah stay tuned for that i think july oh, is gonna be a fun month what somebody's mentioning um joan vassar and you know what we don't even have a joan vassar book that we could we've done her books and so we don't She's have been on here any. twice i think yeah we've had her yeah we've had her on twice and so yeah we don't have anything that we could cover from hers but we could probably put up a joan vassar yeah we have oh, some fourth of july maybe you could put up joan uh our discussion with uh we had a we master did, um, loving africa her. and we did um unfortunately francine and i was gonna say find a francine <laughs> and i think she was on for both of we've had her on a few times she is an amazing author to have on baby she she talked like my her three times i think three times yeah we've had her on her a few times so for the fourth of july we will dedicate that to the amazing Joan Vassar. We probably put up um because so, we had um Alexandria House on here a few times once. No, we had her on here once, but we've talked about a few of our books. Um, so we may put that up too. So maybe we'll dedicate the fourth of July to them and then the other authors that we'll have on later in the month. So we'll see. But thank you guys for joining us tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I don't know if we're going to be doing no more books like this. because I like to laugh and, you know, like have fun and make fun. But it really wasn't nothing fun. The, the only funny part was her doing a Roger Rabbit in the club. And that was sad. Right. That was Everybody, sad. thank you for joining us. We love y'all. And without, without you all, we can't be us. So it is really dope that y'all join us every week and uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks. We'll be off for the 4th of July. So you all enjoy the holiday and um, we'll see you soon. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. All right, Patrice. The podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love to see you. Bye y'all.